Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Podcasting Power Hour with your host, Jeff Townsend, a.k.a. the Indie Podcast Father. I'm your co-host, Greg, from Indie Drop-In Network. Podcasting Power Hour is recorded live every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitter Spaces. Every week, an experienced panel of podcasters and other experts will tackle your podcasting questions. We will, of course, put links to all of our guests and any relevant information in the show notes. All right, let's get this party started. Welcome to Podcasting Power Hour. I'm your host, Jeff Townsend. Joining me today is the genius, creative man behind Indie Drop-In. It's Greg. You can't say his last name. He's like Prince uh, and Cher. It's just Greg. That's right. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Mm. Short, sweet, and simple. I love it. Ariel Nistablatt's here, and she's involved in like a million different things. So thank you for joining us. It's been a while. I missed you. Glaring that you don't call me a creative genius. Glaring. What do you want me to call you? Do you want me to call you like stereotypical, the queen of podcasting Twitter? No, no, we can, we can move on from that. <laughs> About the most empowering person on Twitter. I'll give you that. I'll take it. There you go. He only calls geniuses people who don't get awards, apparently. Yeah, yeah. No awards in our neck of the woods. Speaking of awards, this next man is exclusively on Podcasting Power. He's a philosopher. He's a podcaster. He's an audio engineer. More importantly, he's Mrs. Campbell's baby boy, it's Tanner Campbell. I, I really want everyone to know that I never ask you to say those ridiculous things. Yeah, Thanks for do. having me. Yeah, you do. I just got the script. What are you talking about? Yeah, you clearly asked for it. The script that my agent sent over to you directly. It's not my fault if you can't have your people talk to my people properly. I thought it was cool. Mrs. Campbell's baby boy. Anyway, Neil Edley, thanks for joining us, Neil. I am just happy to be here um, with Tanner Campbell, the one person in the world who has had as many farewell tours as Elton John. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Look, it's like the mob, man. This is what podcasting does. You think you're out Uh, and then they pull you back in. Well, he's it's exclusive to tonight. Anyways, Dave Jackson, the Hall of Famer, joins us. Thank you, Dave. I hope you're having a good week, man. Yeah, I, uh, I'm having a great week. It was Christmas today. I got uh, my new fiber connection, so that's fun, filled, exciting. And I got a new iPhone. So, and all it, all than less than what I was paying for before. So, glad to be here with my new toys. You got like a new iPhone, right? You're not the type of guy that's like, I got the iPhone 12. No, no, this is the same price. For, yeah, okay. Yeah, AT and T showed up and offered me fiber, and I'm like, yes. I said, by the way, how much is it for a phone? And it was. Twenty dollars than what I was less than what I was paying to Verizon. I'm like, I'll take one of those too. So, mm, yay, yay, new toys! Welcome to Podcast Power Hour, where we discuss banal goings on in each other's <laughs> lives. Exactly. The neighborhood. Uh, I don't know. You're you're like our biggest fan, Ed. You're a cheerleader. Ed Havens is here, of course. Oh wait, the script that I had have doesn't have me any lines. I thought I was written out of this one. 
Now I'm going to have to cut this. Yep. Damn cut, it, cut, Jeff. Cut, 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 cut. I couldn't say anything, though. I mean, he was there on speaker. You know, I had to be nice. Anyways, the special guest tonight is the team at Headliner. We've been talking to him over the last week. And thank you, Tanner Campbell, for the recommendation. And about the 30-minute mark, we're going to ha- let the team at Good Pods give a quick announcement on something that they're rolling out. So in the meantime, though, we'll go ahead and kick things off with the Headliner team. I appreciate you joining us. Of course. It's a pleasure to be here. And it's a pleasure to have you. Greg, you have, we'll let you kick it off here because I know that you've looked into this uh, feature that we're going to talk about today. Yes, I have. Um, so is, I'm guessing this is Jesse, right? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> nice, nice, uh, nice way to go, Jeff. Call him Mr. Headliner. Hey, if I don't know, I don't go there. Yeah. I learned that a long time ago. So maybe before we get started, we'll have Jesse explain his own product. And then I will uh, tell you what, what I'm up to with it. Who are you, Jesse? Who are you? Yeah, so my name is Jesse Gibbons. I am the account manager here at Headliner. Um, part of what I do is I maintain our current advertising partners and look out and try to see if I can rustle up more ad, uh, more ad partners. Beautiful. So you get paid by selling ads, huh? Yeah, it's great. Man, me too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> just on the oh, yeah. podcast end. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, uh, so maybe you can walk us through this new uh, disco really quick. Sure. So with our disco advertising service, we pull your podcast info and audio from your RSS feed. That's the main uh, point of contact for your podcast. That's how we get everything for it. And we create an ad from 60 plus or so seconds of audio from your desired episode. Every time your ad is played, it is tracked as a download by your RSS feed hosting analytics, wherever your uh, podcast is hosted. Your clip is shown on the headliner site as users are downloading videos. So at the end, uh, as they're making the audiograms and they get to the end of it, though, the export and rendering process, there's a couple minute downtime there. And so we have these ads that pop up that look a lot like uh, normal audiograms. And they're played there. And then the, the viewers have a chance to click it, follow it, and go check out the rest of your stuff. I'm sure there are a lot of people in here that have used Headliner. I mean, you can give me a show of applause or something, but I'm pretty sure a good number of us have tinkered around on there quite a bit. You look at that. Yeah, absolutely. So this is an awesome conversation and, and an incredible tool for podcasting. But this is like a whole other level with the advertising piece here yeah and so um i don't know if y'all saw the the bloomberg article that came out here recently that was talking about uh, uh, how iheart was using game ads as a way to uh, promote podcasts and things like that and that kind of advertising surface uh service it's similar in a way to that however we think of it more as like radio advertising or billboard advertising so practically uh, as you're kind of hearing it and you're interacting with it. But usually, you know, podcasters are, they're creating audiograms. And so this is a way that they have a little quick link and they can click it, open it in a new tab, and then they can go about their day and then have that um, to come back to later as well. And plus the advertising partner, they get uh, the download and return as proof that someone has seen their podcast. So it's something that we're really proud of and we're happy that we're able to offer all of those features as well. So... Jesse, can can I talk a little bit of, you know, shop with you some numbers? I've been using this product and spending some bucks. Yeah, can we of talk, course. Can I talk about that? Of course. So my initial concern with this product, which I've talked to Jesse about and, and some other people at the, at the headliner team was, well, this, this episode is just being shared with a random user of headliner. And, and what good is it? to advertise a podcast to a bunch of podcasters, right? That's what Twitter feels like. And so I was pretty skeptical. But the team there reached out to me and they were like, hey, you know, we, we could give you, you know, a couple hundred uh, for free and, and you could help us test it out and let us know what you think. And so I tested it with my Practical Stoicism podcast and with my Good Morning Podcasters, God rest its soul, uh, podcast. And I thought, okay, here's what's going to happen. These are a bunch of podcasters. So obviously the stickiness is going to be the podcast for podcasting. Nobody's going to give a shit about the Stoicism podcast because there's no targeting happening here. That was not the case. In both cases, the stickiness of those, of those plays on Headliner were between 20 and 30%, which was pretty good. So I have just recently given Headliner, this is how impressed I was with those initial results. I have 
I have, I have now given Headliner $1,000 of my money uh, to give me 10,000 plays on this platform. So I'm going to be able to collect more data over time to see just how well uh, this performs. It's, it, well, we won't call that scale, but for me it is. And for most of us, it would be. Uh, and I'm going to report back about that. I, I'm wondering, Jesse, if you could share some ideas about why does this work? Because it seems kind of counterintuitive because there really is no targeting going on, at least not at this version one beta of the product. Yeah, yeah, you're completely right. And I mean, and that was a concern that we had as well is because we want to offer a product that's as affordable as possible so that anyone can get into it. You don't have to be a big publisher. You don't have to be any on a, on a network necessarily. But you're right, there is no targeting at this time. And so what we, what we really think is that it's just people that are just genuinely enjoy it. These are podcasters that um, enjoy listening to other podcasts and that we just see them slowly over time. Like uh, we're, we're starting a, to build a case study this upcoming, uh, this upcoming month and really dig in deep to people since it's been around for six months now. We feel like we're going to be able to get a lot of good data. But yeah, it seems that at first, when after the campaign is over, a lot of people say, well, I don't see a big increase. And then like a couple weeks later, I'll have people reach back out and email. And he's like, hey, it took a minute, but it seems that slowly 10, 15, 20 a day or whatever it is, that people are slowly starting to be recurring listeners. And so um, we're really interested in that as well. And we're looking forward to hearing your findings as well. And but yeah, it's. It's really, it's really been great, honestly. And, and just when he says, when Jesse says affordable, um, $1,000 for 10,000 impressions is a, is a $10 CPM. And that is really affordable. It's really affordable. Uh, it's, very, it's, it's very much on the, I don't think I've run into anything that's cheaper than this other than, you know, Facebook two or so years ago. Greg, how have your, what, what has your experience been like? I, I didn't know you were using it, but apparently you have been as well. Yeah, so right now I'm just on the initial setup. So I've got like two days under my belt and I just posted in the chat where I was doing it now. Um, and I'm at about 147 unique engagements. So I was going to ask Jesse, what is, so what exactly is a unique engagement? Like, I know that's the measure. It's like dollars and unique engagements. So what is the, what does that mean? So the three metrics that we track are ad plays. That's how many times your ad is played. And then we also mm -hmm. track every time a, a unique individual person has listened to it. So ideally, those two numbers always match. That way, one new person is listening to it once. And you don't, because uh, if the number is bigger, uh, if the number is smaller for the unique listeners, that means that one person has listened to it twice. And so we, we really like for it to be always equal. And so we've tried to work within the, uh, the logic that's... Uh, with how the ad is shown to certain people to make sure that one person only sees an ad once for that uh, certain episode. Yeah, that was going to be my, my next question is, is, is how did you keep it unique? But uh, um, yeah, so far, I mean, you know, at, with 147, I don't see much yet, but one interesting thing is I'm promoting podcasting power hour in it. So we'll get some, We'll get some uh, podcasting for podcaster data. Can we go back for a second to the uh, cost? Uh, I thought I heard you say $1,000 for 10,000 listens. Uh, that's not a $10 CPM. That's a $100 CPM. Am I mathing wrong? Yeah. I mean, maybe sure. we can just ask the guy at Headliner, Jesse. Well, I'll be honest. Know. <laughs> of all of us, I, I can promise you I'm the worst mathematician. However, I will say this in regards to pricing. This is how it's typically priced. There's a, a tier system for like the budget. And so it starts at 25 cents a download for $50 uh, for a $50 campaign. And then it gradually gets lower the more that you spend down to 10 cents per download. And so that's kind of how we typically think of it. Instead of a CPM, we think of it right. as well, an individual download. If it's 10 cents per download and a thousand downloads would cost you a hundred bucks. Yes, that is correct. Correct. So that's a hundred dollar cost per thousand. I'm glad we've established that. Thank you. Oh, by the way, this is Peter with the Independent Podcast Alliance. It's a pleasure to get to speak with you. Yeah, I came in here with my, my math head. Yeah, and I, I do want to talk to you about your service uh, offline at some point. Of course. Thanks. Yeah, um, sorry to interrupt, but uh, yeah, yeah, Peter's right. It is uh, $100 per CPM. If you're getting 10 
thousand sets for a thousand dollars that's a hundred dollars per one set so yeah it's it's pretty expensive but if it works it's worth it if it works it's worth it all right thank you peter anyways moving on uh ariel what do you think about this what do you think about this uh this this what they're rolling out here sorry what'd you say what do you think about this feature that they're rolling out here with the disco well i too am testing it so i'll let you know soon <laughs> i feel like um initial thoughts though yeah i love it the interface is super easy to use the customer service was awesome um i got to have a personal phone call with the creator of it shout out and then um everybody who has been in touch since has been really great and also a friend of mine, a podcast friend of mine, um, took a screenshot of a podcast that she works on that I submitted to be featured and to, to do the ad for. And she was like, huh, how is, uh, how is this podcast on Headliner? And I was like, well, so it's working. So it's literally working. It's really cool. I'm so glad to hear that. Dave, yeah, just to, to take us away from the math talk, you know? Yeah. Speaking of math talk, Dave Jackson, what do you think? You're a Hall of Famer. You've been in this since... Well, I'm I'm still trying to figure out exactly what it is. I'm I'm at their website. I'm reading it. It it almost sounds because it says it puts it puts oh, your audio well, content well, in. Stop. All right. If if you're looking at Disco, Disco is a product that is launched and is not in beta currently, which works a lot okay. like Outbrain. Stop me here if I'm wrong, Jesse. Whereas this thing we're talking about is a is a separate offering from Disco. So oh. yeah, within our our Disco line, as it has quickly become. So there's three main products within the disco umbrella. There's the advertising service, and then the other two parts are very similar. They're uh, practically a smart audio player that reads the content that it's uh, attached to. For example, this is a unit that we kind of build, we've built for large publishers, such as like CBS News and things like that, um, where they put, we take their RSS feed for their podcasts. Every time they put a, up an article, it reads the article and recommends clips from the podcast. We've also created, and this is the third part, uh, a free version of that. We've called it uh, the self-serve disco widget or the SSDW. But uh, this is essentially the same thing, except uh, not quite as customized to you. We built it once and now we're giving it away because uh, our publishers have seemed to really like it. There was interest in it. And Oliver felt very strongly that this is something that would be great for people. And I agree. I think it's one of the cooler things that we make, in my personal opinion. Uh, is this widget? Yeah, well, anything I was surprised. I just pulled my audience and I said, Hey, have you ever listened? Like, have you taken action on a podcast after hearing a promo? Because I haven't. Most of the promos I hear are either poorly put together or whatever. But my audience was like, Oh, yeah, I heard this and went and checked it out, or I heard this. And so anytime we can get audio in front of people, it seems to have some effect. You know, obviously, some uh, situations have more effect than others, but uh, it, I'm surprised at how well it's working. So, Yeah, and another part of that, you mentioned uh, a good quality, putting good quality in front of them. Another uh, safety net, if you will, we have in place is that before anything is put live, we send you a demo link. You look at it, every bit of it, you listen to it, and if there's something you're not happy with, we change it. And my hands have been on uh, every ad that has come in so far. Nice. Yeah, Neil, go ahead. Uh, quickly, two things. I just wanted to say that self-serve disco widget was actually my nickname all through college. Um, however, <laughs> my other question is, um, how customizable is that 60 seconds? Because for those of us who agonize over every single syllable that is ever put out in terms of promoting either our shows or our businesses or whatever, um, would it also be possible for me to, for example, put together my own custom produced 60 second promo and send that to you? If it is released through the, your RSS feed, yes. Um, because the way the service functions, we only pull audio from your RSS feed. We can't inject uh, audio that's not native to your feed. We can inject photos that aren't from there. The link we can change to anything. But uh, as far as the clip, now, if you've released like a one minute promo uh, episode, we can totally pull from that. But otherwise, uh, not at this time. Like your trailer. <laughs> also, kind of tacking onto that question, I'm interested in how exactly you pull from the RSS feed and get it to start at a certain timestamp. 
because that is, I mean, that's what you guys have done for me. I've essentially said, start at one minute and 50 and go to two minutes and 30. And, and you guys can do that pretty easily. It takes you seconds to turn that change around. Yeah. So much like how in the audiogram creation process, there's a, a, a audio clipper. We have that same audio clipper in our, uh, our dashboard that we create the ads in. And so it's all very similar to the audiogram creation process. Some of the stuff that came out about the iHeart stuff, you know, were you guys at all concerned that when you saw that, that what you're doing might be mistaken as being the same thing and, and thus uh, gain the same kind of criticism? Of course, you're not iHeart, but uh, <laughs> what, what was the internal reaction to that? Um, we, in all honesty, up until that point, we haven't really worried about it being seen in a negative light. I've had a few people in emails that I've sent out reach out and I ask questions and say, this doesn't sound quite right. And I kind of sit down and like walk them through it, show them uh, examples, give them a free trial. But uh, whenever the article came out, we, 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 we're still not really worried about it being seen as a negative thing. But we do realize that it is very easy to see it as just a, a quick way to get a download. And so we've really tried to uh, speak to people like such as this and just try to let people see it as it, as it truly is. Which is a way for a podcast that's just starting out to, to what, get a little bit of a jump, get some yeah guarantee. Because one of the problems with buying advertising normally as an advertising to get a play on your podcast, for example, we're placing an ad in Overcast, is that, well, I'm going to spend a certain amount of money per opportunity, right? Per impression. Whereas all of your impressions are plays. Is that correct? There, there's no way for a person not to see, not to listen to what they're presented with. Um, they can. We just don't track that toward uh, your budget. People uh, do have the option of clicking and exiting out of the ad, but we only track if they listen for the 60 seconds. So, And, and if they don't, then the impression doesn't count? That is correct. Oh, that's pretty rad. So it's like, a, it's 100%. Success, I guess, in that way. Um, I think, yeah, it's virtually 100%. Sometimes, uh, depending on certain uh, RSS feed, like where the podcast is hosted, sometimes the numbers can be a little different. And usually if anybody reaches out and they have a problem, we just add on to the budget until uh, we reach that the goal that we had in the beginning. Something I noticed in the hosting provider that I was using at the time, uh, which was Sounder, I'm now a Megaphone, was that I could see Headliner as the referral source. Not every podcast uh, hosting provider will give you a referral, but Sounder does, and most of the good ones do. And that means that you are sending them to a web player, correct? Because that is, well, let me, let me re-ask that. If someone doesn't specify a link for you to send someone to when they click, they're going to the link that's in the RSS feed? That's the default? Yes, that is correct. I'm interested in how... It, when they, because I haven't seen the other end of this, so when somebody clicks and plays, uh, and plays the um, plays the episode, are you essentially setting yourself as a user agent? Um, it is functioning like a browser player, essentially, whenever they're mm. listening to it, um, because it happens on the site, and then if they click the link and go listen to that, it then counts as a download from whatever wherever you're sending them to. For example, if you send them to Spotify, that will count as a Spotify download once they click the link and go to that. Because then it's off of the, it's outside of the web player. Cool. I'm going to take a second here to reset things. We're going to let Good Pods uh, come up and share some news of something they released. In the meantime, though, if you have any questions, you can request to speak. Or, of course, there's a comment box down there. We can't forget about that. Anything you want to ask or comment on, you can click down there in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen. Ken, thank you for joining us. Jeff, thank you for having me. Jeff, Greg, Tanner, Jim, and everybody else. <laughs> How's it going? Good, guys. Um, uh, hey, again, really appreciate it. I'm, I'll, I'll try to be quick here. But as some of you have seen, many of you have seen probably, is that a massive project that we've been working on uh, for months and months and months, largely based on, on a lot of your feedback, has been launched. And it is the new web uh, and desktop version of Good Pods. And it was a lot of hard work and we think it's pretty darn cool. So thank you guys for all your feedback and, uh, and we're really excited about it. I mean, we just threw it out there. Just really haven't, we've told a few people, well, we put it out on Twitter, haven't done any other marketing besides that. 
and it's already taking off. It's um, it's going to be super interesting. So I got a question for you. Sorry, Tanner. So with this infrastructure, Ken, is yeah. to say that there's other possibilities and plans in place? Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities and plans in place. Um, first of all, when you share links now, it, it's not telling you to go download the Good Pods app. That's most importantly. So it's a web player, so you can listen to, you know, episodes, you know, straight, straight in your, you know, on your phone or on on the website. And you don't have to create an account. You don't have to, you know, create a uh, or download our app. That's huge. Um, secondly, and a couple of you guys have seen this already, but we're working on a Good Pods analytics platform, or 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 I get uh, um, dashboard, a Good Pods analytics dashboard, really. And it's just going to give us so much more data to share with you guys. So that's our next major project. And it's super interesting data, too. Like, it's not stuff that you're getting necessarily on Spotify or an Apple. You know, you'll be able to see who listens to your, to your episodes, you know, who, um, who's commented, who's shared your episodes. Um, you know, some of the basic stuff, too, you know, how long they've li- listened to it. What, what they, they listen to, right? It, what's that? What else they listen to? What what else they listen to? You know, are their friends listening to it? It's just some really neat social stuff that we can pull off off the social graph that I don't think other players either can or don't want to share with you. Oh, well, probably can't. But I had the opportunity to sit down with you and JJ and some other members of your team, and I think some of the stuff that you're providing people with these new analytics or the, what you're working on is pretty fucking rad, man. I mean, <laughs> can can I share some things? Am I allowed to do that? Yeah, you're 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 uh, yeah 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 you're allowed to share something. Okay, great. It doesn't leave the room. So <laughs> one of the things that I'm really excited about is that it's tracking. Maybe tracking is a loaded word. So, but yeah. it, it will report who your top listeners are. So, so you can actually have an opportunity, not just knowing, you know, how many listeners you have, but who specifically they are on the app, so that you could maybe reach out to them directly and identify them as an a brand ambassador for your show and start a relationship with them or. Maybe if you start a community on Good Pods, which is something you can do in the app, but not yet on uh, the website. I know you guys are working to bring that to the to the desktop version. Yep. If you're going to start a community, which I would encourage anybody with a podcast to do on Good Pods, you know, being able to identify your top listeners is also a way to perhaps identify uh, potential moderators for those groups, uh, people who can help you recruit and help you run it. And there's other opportunities there too. So I think that's one of the coolest things you guys are offering. I don't know any other. I mean, it would be hard for any other platform to do that, but uh, Spotify doesn't tell me who's listening, <laughs> and yeah. they could. Uh, so no, I think that's you. pretty rad. Thank you. Look at our thesis again from what we've what we've learned and what we've heard from you guys, and and just what yeah what we know from the industry and just some common sense. Especially getting back to that thing that uh, that um, Ashley Carmen wrote about, you know, buying downloads on you know on these games is that we believe is that. You know, advertiser sponsors are going to look for shows that have engaged, loyal listeners. And with the data that we're able to collect and share with you, you'll be able to prove to sponsors that you do have engaged, loyal listeners. And hopefully that'll help you help you, you know, attract new advertisers, sponsors. That's what it's all about. Well, it's not what it's all about, but it's all about money. <laughs> It'll hopefully help. Help, help you guys keep your shows going. That's for sure. Well, I, I just, if I could say, maybe I don't know if Jeff and uh, Greg will agree with me, but I love that you guys are, I don't want to say you're flying by the seat of your pants because <laughs> you, you, like, but you're, you're so not afraid to get in this like rickety old minecart of ideas and just fucking let it go and see what it leads to. Like you guys are just, here's, you know, here's an idea. Here's an idea. Let's workshop them and see if we can make them fit. No, we can't. Yes, we can. And I think you guys are, you know, really brave in approaching it that way. Yeah, thank you very much. We appreciate that. We try to be one of the things that I figured out when I, I created and, and sold my last company now years ago was that a lot of large companies, there's a lot of inertia and they just cannot react. So even though, you know, a startup, you know, may be scared of the big players, we, you know, we they can react so quickly and build things so quickly and test things out that it, it's actually an advantage. And that's sort of the mindset that we have. Yeah, well, Ken, I appreciate so, it. It's, so that's the scoop. Thank you for my, for my few minutes. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, definitely check out the website and, and give us feedback, good, good, bad, and ugly. We, um, we can take it all for sure. And we appreciate it all.
your honesty. Hey, Ken, is the stats the stats site is up or just or the web player? Working on it. Got it. Um, say that again. I was curious if the stats page was online or the just no, the web. No, no, the web. The web. The stats is not online. We're built. We're we're just scoping it out, building it out, and got it. A couple of you guys have seen some previews of it, but it's the it's the whole website. It's not even yet. Yeah, it's, it's more than the web player. It's the whole pretty much all of the functionality that you see on the app um, is available now on the web, on the web. So nice. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I don't think anybody else has anything like this. I mean, it's, it's robust for sure. You know, Jeff only listens to podcasts on his uh, 1986 (laughs) Dell. He's not the only one. We were, we were shocked how many people requested a web or desktop version of our app. It, It was, which led us to build it spend a lot of time on it i think it's going to be good because you can link to it from websites which was always difficult when it was app only 100 percent, and it gets rid of the barrier of people having to download the app to listen to episodes also while we're making a christmas list here it'd be really yeah. cool if the links had timestamps and they auto loaded the player right to that point i'm just saying that'd be cool um, what do you care tanner you're not a podcaster anymore <laughs> <laughs> I left pundancy to become a podcaster. He's a philosopher. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to make Tanner a shirt that says I'm bringing rage quit back. <laughs> oh, headliner. Thank you for following me. I appreciate that very much. Yeah. Same here. Oh, thanks for nothing. Headliner. Yeah. Fuck you. Headliner. <laughs> Don't follow Maybe they were already <laughs> following you. Just kidding. I didn't even look. Yeah, funny. All right, guys. Thanks. I won't, I won't take up any more time. No, th- thank you, Ken. And I thank see you, Ken. It's crazy that I've we started talking almost two years ago, and like all these, a lot of these things that we talked about originally, you, you've taken so serious to Tanner's point. So I, I think I, we all appreciate that. When you say jump, Jeff, we say how high. Ah. Podcasting Power Hour is part of Indie Drop In Network. If you are a podcaster looking to grow your listeners, check out indiedropin.com. Indie Drop-In is always free, and we have opportunities right now for comedy, true crime, scary, and paranormal podcasts. Just go to IndieDropIn.com to learn more. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, It looks like our residential fan, Ed, has something to say. Go ahead, Ed, before we get back. I I actually do have a quick question for uh, Good Pods Um, concerning the search engine. um, I don't know if you saw my post from earlier today. Um, I was on the desktop just just messing around since it would just started. And I did a search for my podcast, which is, of course, 80s. So I just typed in 80s, and I could not find my podcast until I got to number 80 itself, which I thought was funny, <laughs> which I thought was funny. But there was a whole bunch of podcasts that, um, including the podcast that inspired me to become a podcaster, 80s all over, which has not had a single play uh, at all on Good Pods, but it scores higher on the uh, search engine if you just type in 80s 
than a podcast yeah. that is it you know on several charts. So I'm just trying to figure out how that how the search engine works, where something that the algorithm got you with the yeah. stuff that did. I, I think we are, yeah, we're taking a left turn here, buddy. We were being nice to you, and now we're going to tell you what's wrong. <laughs> Let him have it, Ed. <laughs> the answer is no. He, he said he said good and bad, and I'm not saying bad. I'm just curious. Hey, I didn't mean I didn't mean bad, and I didn't mean bad in public. Come on, but uh, no. In all seriousness, the uh, the search engine part of it needs some work. We know it, and we will be fixing it. And I think, and I think I saw this on another show too is that shows that have apostrophes in them, it's throwing us for a loop a little bit. And I, I suppose you have 80s apostrophe S. I'm not positive. I don't know. Nope. But I don't use an apostrophe. You know, uh, uh, that's right. getting you. All right. Anyways, that's something that we know is an issue and that we will be working on for sure. Thank you. Yep. All right, Greg, get us back on the task here, buddy. <laughs> Say something nice. <laughs> no, no problem. Uh, so, Ed, just so All you right. know, uh, you know, Ken texted me in the background. He didn't want to say it publicly, but his search engine detects good and bad shows. I don't know <laughs> what that means. <laughs> well, lucky oh for me, God. you're editing all this out later. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's right. All right. Well, I guess right. let's get back to headliner. The show must go on. Does anyone have a question for Jesse or Ken, really? Uh, you know, since we have all these celebrities on stage. Besides Tanner, I do see some comments about asking to test it. Um, and I see that Jesse's liked those. So assuming they could take that off, but are there any options for that currently going on? Yes, of course. Um, if you're interested in testing it, I would ask that you uh, shoot me an email or a message on Twitter. Uh, however, is easiest for you, but just uh, reach out to me. Let me know. My email is Jesse, J E S S E, at headliner.app. And so if you want to shoot me a message, I'd be happy to set anybody up with uh, a free a free trial. And that way you can let me know what you think. Awesome. So, uh, so Jesse, one of the things that I look at when I'm advertising is, is I try to get my listener acquisition costs down to around $2. And, as Pete, and if, in case anyone's uh, you know, keeping score, Peter was absolutely correct. And me and Tanner were, were totally wrong. So yeah, we're not know, mathers, all right? Let me just acknowledge that so, so that my conscience can rest tonight. I don't know how I got roped into that. But um, so, you know, one of the things I try to understand is how can I get to, you know, two-ish dollars? And Tanner, that's where you end up too, right? Like that's your, I think we came to this conclusion together. Yeah, I'm, I'm unhappy if it's more than 250. Yeah. 190 is like my favorite. Yeah, exactly. When you can get in the ones, like, whoo. You know you're doing good. Hey, Greg, so, can, you explain what, can you explain that? Because maybe people listening that aren't, don't know what you're talking about. Y- yeah. So if basically, man, you're going to ask me to do math again. So basically, if you spend like $100, <laughs> if you spend $100 on uh, and He's an being ad, so careful now. You're like, I if, am. If I spend, you, get, you got the you fingers out. And you get 100 listeners. That is $1 per listener that you've acquired. So. I like to stay around $2 or less. So if I spend $100, I want 50 listeners or, or, or right around. So um, one of the things about this headliner that makes, makes me kind of interested, I mean, the, you know, the cost is, is obviously quite different than that, but also they're choosing to listen to it, which means either the, the cover art has gotten them, the title, something, They've chosen not to ignore it. So I'm wondering if it's filtering through all of the, you know, all of the people and I can get, I can get close to this $2 uh, per listener. So that's, that's really what my test is going to be about. And I don't even really know if we should be calling this a CPA technically, Greg, because what you mean is $2 per listen. Because no. there's there's don't there's no way for you to there's no good way for us to know that the person actually became a subscriber. Yeah, I mean that is true, but I, so I like to get a cost per download much higher than that because I know my average my my listeners I know what their average episode length is because you can get that from a couple apps you can like back into it and I'm hoping Good Pods is going to be one of those that I can rely on to back into this so you can come up with a. Uh, 
your listener listens to an average of, let's say, 10 episodes. So you know how many ads you you have loaded up in your episodes or or whatever. So you know what one listener is worth, right? So so that's how I back into it. Um, and you know, I get about a 30% retention. So if I get a hundred downloads on day one, I count that as 30. That's how I do it, Tanner. And you're you're adjusting your spend. So you're thinking more like a four dollar cost per acquisition. No, 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 no. No, it's two two dollars to two fifty for the thirty for the thirty retained. That's yeah. what I'm trying to go for. So it's tough to do it. It's tough to do it. Like on Overcast, you know, I gotta divide. I gotta divide. Uh, I gotta divide that by. You know, I gotta reduce it by seventy percent. I think it's maybe even worse on a on on a was it Pocket Gas? No, not Pocket Gas. Player yeah. FM. Gosh, Player yeah. FM. I get like a thousand listens, but I'll get ten thousand subscriptions. Like <laughs> what? What the fuck? Oh yeah, that's like Castbox too. Like I get twenty thousand subs, but only like four thousand downloads. So, so you know, so Jesse, that's what I'm looking at. So I don't know if if I'm sure you've talked to podcasters and and you you already understand like cost per acquisition for a listener, but that's my math, good or bad. That's what I've learned how I can still make a profit. Um, so uh, I'll let you know how it goes. Thank you. Appreciate it. Like I said, we're really going to be digging deep into a case study this month. Uh, and that way we can get a lot more solid numbers to be able to tell people as like what the average cost per acquisition like you're looking for and things like that. So I'm hoping at the end of this month, we'll have some really good data that we'll be able to give y'all. Yeah. Now that we've kind of covered that, what are some other things with this headliner app that I don't know if anybody else, the speaker wants to speak up, but that are beneficial to a podcaster and, and why? Yeah. So. We were very much a feature request company. And so like with our audiograms, we got people that were like, could you make this faster, more efficient? And so we introduced uh, automation for it where you can pretty much set up a template at the beginning. And then as soon as your podcast, uh, your new episode releases, it will automatically create an audiogram based uh, using AI that transcribes and examines and looks at how all of the other users have clipped videos and it will create a clip that's like, most people would like this here. And you, you can have that set up to, for example, delivered straight to YouTube. We also have another product that is in beta that's called Edit Eddie. And it is a transcription-based editor that's completely free to use. It's found at www.editeddy.com. And it does transcript-based editing as well as <clears throat> can create uh, and do editing for video podcasts. Um, for example, I know we're working on Zoom integration right now. Sorry, can I get that web address one more time? Yeah. So, and let me let me pull it up on my computer to make sure I'm saying the right thing. But I believe it's www.edit.edy. And Eddie is E D D E D D Y E D D Y. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. And you just make a free account, and then. You can use it just like any other uh, transcript-based editor. See you later, descriptor. Going out of business. <laughs> yeah, I have a love-hate relationship with Descript, so I'd be yeah, happy to try something else out. Yep. Tanner loves it when people do all their editing in there, too. That's, that's my favorite. When they do their engineering in it, I'm like, oh, man, yeah, that's the place to go. Let's, let's talk audiograms and people's experience with that before we wrap things up. We're kind of on the back end here. We have about 15 more minutes. I'm curious of the you can comment below, request to speak, or more or less to speak up if you're a speaker. Your experience with audiograms and what you think about them. Well, I can, you, I can, I can tell you how I use them really quick. So, sorry, Tanner. Ending this on a bad note. <laughs> What's that? Well, you need to go next, so it's not ending on a bad note. There you go. Um, so, uh, I use Spreaker um, as my host, and they have a feature that I can just upload an audiogram to YouTube. But uh, what I found is that it's more heavily branded for them than me. So, uh, so what I use Headliner for is I use automation to turn my podcast episodes into, um, into YouTube, obviously, audiograms. And, you know, if I like, we've talked about this in a previous episode that I'll put in the show notes so that you can hear it. But, um, you know, if you look at YouTube as just a, another podcast app, you know, I, I think it 
I think it performs great. But what I like about it is, is that it's completely branded for me. So I have all of my host stuff removed it, it, and it's completely automated. And if I chose to, which I don't, I can use the, you know, I can use the transcript from it. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I let YouTube do the captions, but that's how I use it. And I love it. I'm a paid subscriber. All right, Tanny, bring the heat. I don't know why you're making me do this. Uh, I'm sorry, Jesse, of your products, your products. I'm holding you personally responsible. You and Neil, <laughs> you and Neil, number one and two uh, of, of your products is my least favorite. I, I like um, Edit Eddie. I think it's pretty cool. I think it's really under the radar, which is unfortunate because I think a lot of people who don't have budgets for your script would really benefit through it, uh, buy it rather. Uh, I have not used the primary disco product, but I have a lot of clients who have used, or well, a few clients who have used it and are very, very happy with it. And I'm really impressed by what you're trying to do here with the second offering from disco. Uh, but audiograms for me, they are, uh, they're almost like total waste of time. And, and that has nothing to do with headliner. It has to do with audiograms in general. Um, I, I don't find they perform well, except inexplicably, for no reason anyone can understand, occasionally on TikTok, something takes off. Um, so I think that there's something that needs to be within your marketing, you know, Felix's magic bag kind of thing. But I, I never see them perform particularly well. They don't even perform very well when they're used as ad creative, which is not Headliner's fault. It's audiograms in general. I love you, Headliner. <laughs> it's no, no problems. And yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. And I see that audiogram it's not necessarily a moving picture the only thing that's moving is the the wave file and so video if you're on a video site you want to see more happening and so i understand totally where you're coming from and that it's not as effective as a video but if you don't have time to make a video or you don't want to make a video it's it's the easiest way to make a video to post very quickly that's 100 percent true but i'm going to say absolutely that the delta between how a great audiogram can perform and how a great video can perform is a big fucking delta. Yeah, I, I agree. Same with the work, though. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Definitely make it easy. Ariel, do you want to bring us to light out of Tanner's darkness? I'm begging you, please. No, no, same. No. She's oh, running. She's running. She's like house, I'm, jumping over a bed to get to the phone right now. She's like, I'm never saying I agree with Tanner, so I'm just going to be quiet. I would ask Jim Mallard what he thinks about audiograms, but uh, yeah, but you know better because I don't. I've never made one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's still in the uh, pioneer ages. Have you really never made one? No, he has not. Come on, Tanner, you're actually surprised. Jeez, <laughs> Jim. I'm stuck in, in 2010, 2011. What's an audiogram? Come on. Uh, actually, hey, I'll have you like know. Wait, wait. You, you, I used to make audiograms before audiograms were even called anything. And you could make them with VLC Media Player. There was a, there was a particular string of code you could put into a, into a DOS prompt, which sounds so fucking archaic. And you oh could God, get... Tanner, and you up. could get... No, you've just, you just killed the show. You, just you could get VLC it. to spit out like a total black background, no picture, but it would have a waveform and that was all you had. And nobody, the first couple of those probably did okay. When you said DOS, Tanner, everybody just hung up. Look, man, I like my DOS, my Klotsky, my Ski Free, <laughs> my Solitaire, Free Cell. I love all that. Hey, hey, Jesse, what's the process for uh, feature requests for, for any of the products? Is there like a central place? So we have an email that's uh, scattered across all of our sites. It's, uh, it's the support email. And that's how usually people will contact us or they'll have one of our emails individually and they'll kind of shoot us a message. And then how that works is it gets sent to one email. We read it. We send it to uh, either Oliver or whoever we think it's most relevant, like to the project that they're currently working on. And they'll review it and then kind of they'll either kind of say yay or nay and then they'll reach back out to the person that requested it if they have more questions and try to get like a use case kind of thing and it's uh it's usually it's a bit of a long process sometimes it can take a couple weeks but it's been kind of quick on some of these feature requests that we've seen especially for Eddie uh, Eddie Dave Jackson you've got a face for podcasting do you ever do audiograms I I did a little and I forget what product you were talking about where you said you could count the clicks or there was a way to, mm. to measure ROI. And, and I am somewhat in the Tanner camp that I don't hate them. I just, 
the only way to know if they work is if maybe a guest shared one. I'm like, well, that's why I made it. But in terms of like, you know, hey, X amount of people watch this and if they were clickable, which I, you know, that's not really an option in most cases. And so it's just one of those where, and, and part of it is people were, I, I consider them wasting their time where they would listen to a 50 minute episode to find a 10 second clip of the guest going, and that's how I earned blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why not just talk into the microphone and go, hey, this week on the show, we have so-and-so and they did such and such and turn that into an audiogram. To me, I'm like, now we don't have as much, uh, you're not spending so much time on it. So you don't have to worry about getting that much return on it. And so that's the biggest thing. And that has nothing to do with the software. It has to do with the fact that people are spending two hours finding a 12 second clip. And I'm like, ah, quit doing that. So there's this uh, guy's name is Jonathan Bailey Strong, and he has a podcast that's about, I can hear me on it for something. So probably consulting. And he, uh, he had this product that he was trying to stand up publicly. And what it was, was a, it was a Figma app, if anybody knows what Figma is. And essentially, you just give it your RSS feed, and it would automatically generate with every new episode, it would just generate like 16 different formats of audiogram that you could just be like, this is the one I want. And, and you wouldn't have to do anything. And, and that is what Headliner does. To, they never made that a public product, by the way. It's now an in-house tool that they use. But Headliner does that. I mean, the automation that you guys do is pretty rad. It's very convenient. I mean, it's kind of in the same camp as YouTube videos, right? If, if you have to spend three hours putting together a video, video version of your non-video podcast to upload it to YouTube, please don't spend the time to do that. But if you can just press a button and it happens magically, pretty much like you can with Headliner, uh, if you want to trust them to do a auto-generated auto uh, audiogram for you, which they're pretty good at. I mean, the ones you guys generate automatically for some of mine are they're good enough. I think I think they get to the you know they peak interest. Then you really don't have to do anything. You just have to open your email and download the video they send you. Yeah, I need to play with them more than yes, you do, Dave. Yes, you do. So my last question here is, you know, integration's a big part, and I see that you guys are involved with Squadcast, and then you're talking about Zoom. Jesse, do you have any plans moving forward to kind of roll out more of those integrations? The, the next largest integration that we're working on is really heavily focused on YouTube. Um, back at uh, Podcast Movement, that was the kind of the big buzzword that everyone was really tuning into. And so Edit Eddie is going to be the, the main product for, for that. And we're really digging into creating and having a really, really pretty, something that you can present on YouTube from Zoom calls really easily. And then also has the transcript uh, editing software in it as well. That'll be neat. Absolutely. Anything, I think that's the thing with, with YouTube and we talk about it for podcasting. It just seems like for a lot of people, the, the comment would be, it's just such a process, you know? Yeah, totally. And there's, there's actually a problem right now with a lot of, uh, that it, some people have kind of reached out and told us was that they haven't found a way to upload videos to YouTube via a third party thing and also have them be monetized. And so that was not something that we have even considered before then that, that was a possibility because we're, we're not experts on the YouTube monetization process. But now that this has kind of been brought to light, this is something we're really trying to dig into to make sure that if people use us, we're not, they're not going to lose money releasing uh, videos through any of the products that we make if they are happen to be monetized already. Another one, if you could figure out, is how to auto-upload those, um, those videos to YouTube and have them put into a particular playlist. That's one that I haven't seen anybody figure out yet. You got it. I'll let them know. There you go, Tanner. You're just giving them all the ideas. Is that the... What did you call it? The broken down mine cart? Is, is that what that is? That was now? good, Pots. Also, I'm not a consultant anymore. I give my ideas away. Oh, oh, I was about to buy you a taco, then I guess I won't. Nope. You can find him exclusively, though, on Podcasting Power Hour. Isn't that right, Tanner? This is the last Podcasting Power Hour I'll ever do. I, I'm the one who asked uh, Headliner to come here, so you'll I thought be, I had to show up. You'll be twiddling your thumbs next week, and it's this time. Maybe you'll be a listener. All right, Greg, work your magic, buddy. He's signing up for an adult education class in math. That's be literally buying you a talk. I, I challenged him with closing this. Yeah, I'm just hold on while I'm typing in my typewriter here, trying to <laughs> trying to write a letter to somebody. I'm almost here. Yeah. 
Jesse, thanks so much for coming on the show and tell, talking to us about uh, about Headliner and about uh, Disco and all of your great products. I'm interested to see how how it turns out, and if it's not two dollars a listener, then uh, you know I don't I don't know what to say. It's going <laughs> to be bad, but. Uh, <laughs> Sincerely, thank you for thank all of y'all for having me on. Thank y'all for being and uh, being here and listening. It's it was truly a pleasure pleasure to get to speak with y'all. So tell everybody where they can find you if they're not uh, you know listening live for after the fact. Of course. So our main creation website is headliner.app. Um, Edit Eddie is www.editeddie.com. And also, if you're looking to learn more about the ad service, my email is jesse at headliner.app, J-E-S-S-E. And I think that should about cover it. Thank you so much. You've been a great sport. Let us uh, poke a little fun with you. Of course. Uh, Thank you all so much. No problem. Ken, you know, as an impromptu special guest, do you have any closing thoughts? And then Jeff will go around the table after you're done. I do not have any closing thoughts other than, yeah, check it out and let us know what you think of the. of the new uh, platform. I'd appreciate that. Yeah. Everybody make it your homepage. I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> take that extra step. Th- that's, that's, that's how you support good pods is make uh, your homepage. Good pods. Uh, I'm going to um, say kind of go ahead, Ken. Sorry. No argument. That's all that I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> good idea. <laughs> uh, I'm going to close my point up with, I think like what I've always said about good pods and I'll say about headliner. I think it says something when, when Jesse and, and, and come into these spaces and get involved and engage with this community, specifically here on Twitter, and they're really eager and they really are serious about making products that we get, would, would benefit from, that we would like and enjoy. So I can't thank Headliner and Good Pods and, and people that are doing that enough. Thanks, Jeff. We appreciate that. It's thank even you. Good, it's even good for people like Jim, who's just an internet radio personality. So. Hey, I, I signed up for Get It Eddie and they need to learn how to spell Mallard, but otherwise it looks pretty good. <laughs> they can't believe it's someone's last name. That's why. I, I think that's Jim's closing thoughts as well. I'm not sure though. Very well could be. Mm. I love that podcasting power hour is part podcasting power hour and part Friars Roast. Yep. Yeah, this is like a podcast from 2006, really. If we're, if we're going to categorize it, you're getting Dave excited here. Dave Jackson, closing thoughts. Well, I am uploading a file as we speak to edit Eddie, uh, because I've been trying to learn to script and about the time I think I got it understanding, uh, they came out with a new demo, you know, version that's, ugh. so I'm, I'm happy that this sounds simple and easy to use. And, uh, Good Pods is another one that I've known about for years, and uh, I need to dig in a, a little deeper. I, uh, for years, had said, I, you will pry overcast from my cold, dead hands until Marco said, I will never implement any podcasting 2.0 features in it, which is weird because he, he gives that project money, but he won't put it in his app. And I'm like, mm, okay, so um, I, I will be digging deeper into Good Pods. It, uh, as I poked around the website, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Man, Dave, I thought you were Winamp's last customer. I'm using Overcast, huh? <laughs> I have, I've used Overcast ever since Apple Podcast broke back in probably 2006. It really Wait, whips Dave, the llama's ass. Dave's yeah. my one listener on Winamp? That's awesome. He's the <laughs> listener on Winamp. That's it. I, that's the, my Winamp. Oh, my God. I can tell you, Dave, I'm your number one listener on Good Pods. Ariel Nissenblatt, are you around to say anything? Are you uh, off on some glorious podcasting journey? No, I'm right here. Called oh, a, something. I should earlier. say something. Sleep on me, yeah. Um, I don't have any knowledge or wisdom. Just uh, thanks for having me. Um, shout out to Headliner and Good Pods for being here. I think that's a big part of the the battle is really just showing up and being able to answer questions and being available. Um, I think that's like one way to really show up for people and to be known is to answer questions and be willing to be put on the chopping block a little bit. So thank you for being here and answering questions. And um, I, for some reason, had a lot of people unsubscribe to my newsletter this week. So if you feel like subscribing and you're not already subscribed, I would love that. It's at earbuds.audio. It's a podcast recommendation newsletter, and I'd love to have you there. I, I one of them that Tanner was. Ari, Ari, you don't have a, uh, a one button unsubscribe, do you? 
no, no, you have to, you have to go through a little maneuvering, but, um, I don't know. It's weird. Like I, I try to track why certain subject lines get unsubscribed more than others. And this one was about breast cancer. So I don't know, maybe people were just like, not for me. Oh yeah. They don't want advocacy in their podcast yeah. newsletter. Yep. Those, those are grumpy people. No, but uh, to your point, I think it is important. And you would kind of just piggyback what I said, getting involved in the community and doing those things is you are involved as well. So thank you as always. All right, Tanny. Uh, I don't believe this is the end. I'll believe it when I see it, but. <laughs> well, you won't see it because I won't be here, uh, but it's been a blast uh, being part of podcasting power hour. Whenever I get the chance to be, which is almost all of them. It's been awesome. Uh, anybody who ever needs help, uh, you can feel free to reach out to me, but it's not my primary gig anymore. So be patient with my response. Tanner at TannerHelps.com or TannerHelps.com. Bye. See you next week, Tanner. Greg, take us home. Good to see you later, Tanner. I miss you so much. I miss you so much. <clears throat> I got to pull myself together. As always, if you want to listen, I will see how close, how easy that was to pull myself together. If you want to uh, listen to past episodes and you don't want to click on Jeff's name and scroll for infinity, you can go to podcastingpowerhour.com. You can be one of our six listeners. Seventh listener gets an episode free. Podcastingpowerhour.com. Everyone on here should subscribe. Uh, and I'm going to check. So, you know, do your homework. Oh, amazing, Greg. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And thanks for telling a friend. Bring a friend. Keep bringing your friends. We will be back next Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Until then, be safe, be good, and don't litter. Thank you for listening to the Podcasting Power Hour. Everyone is free to participate on Twitter Spaces every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. To join, just follow Jeff at podcast underscore father or Greg at Indie Dropin. If you found this podcast helpful, Go into your podcast app and write a quick review. Other podcasters will see it and know this show is worth listening to. Also, I'll put a few links in the show notes for ways you can support the show. I think by now you know we love our coffee. Have a great week. Hey, Jeff, I just got my, uh, my new uh, script. Can I read my one line? Oh. Yeah, go to Melissa. I know she has something to do. it. Do it, Ed. Okay, so my one line is apparently, keep being you and keep being awesome. Keep being great. You can't, you can't butcher my saying. If oh my gosh. Like, did you even read it? Like, I just sent it to you. He butchered it. I said, keep being you, keep being great. I, I was going to leave that one in, but no. Maybe we'll try again next week. Cut him, cut him, cut him. Hey, can, can I get a retake then? Yes. Go ahead. Keep being great. Keep being awesome. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Son of a bitch. All right, Melissa, what's going on? And I had your hand up. I um I had my hand up. I'm only gonna, I don't want to hold you guys up, but I just wanted to say for someone who's new like me to podcasting, the fact that like good pods and you know uh, um Pixie, I guess I have to say Jeff, um Tanner, like the fact that you guys actually go out of your way just to follow makes and then and then sit here and listen to you know you. Like, I don't have anything to add, but whenever I've had a question, it's always been answered. And it just, it's, it's, it really makes a difference. Like it's made me even more confident and like starting to write down what I want to, what I'm going to do. But I mean that, I, I hope you guys understand how much like helping the little guy helps, like not little guy, but you know, that stuff, but you know what I mean? Like just the newbie and it. And it's so refreshing to see because everybody's so angry right now in the world. And it's just like, you guys are like, come on, let's talk. Let's, you know, and, and you, it's, you're doing a good job being people. Thanks, Melissa. Bye. Appreciate it so much. And see, Ed, we don't suck at this. So, you know, mind your DMs. Yeah, that's nice of you to say because it's not the most uh, glorious of work. So if you're hunting glory, and it's definitely not for you. But if you were trying to make a difference, this is the place and those are the, you know, that's how you do it, in my opinion. Yeah. What, what, you know, the thing I always have to keep in mind is, is, you know, people, people do what they want. So, you know, if I'm, if I'm here just saying what works for me and they do something else, that's on them. So I could, I could rage quit, but no, that's on them. Tanner Campbell has left the building. Now, I might open up another space here in a little bit, like a little after party. I don't know. So 
look for that if you want to chat some more. If not, I'm going to get off here and continue to drink a couple more beers. Will there be a deli tray at the after party? There's always sandwiches. Yeah, nice. anything, anything for you, Neil. Anything. <laughs> Jim, I hope this wasn't too much for you. Thanks for stopping by, and I'm gonna. Oh, no. I'm happy to be here. So does that make me the biggest asshole left on the show then? I think here, so. Come on. You're so nice. And I do well, plan on... Go- I mean, I have to turn heel now that Tanner's not going to be gone, so somebody has to fill that role. You got to show your only, true colors. You're, you're only the biggest until Jeff asks me what I really think about something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you should listen to... If you don't listen to Neil's show, he's... I, I love I, it. I'm surprised he's, he's not more jaded like Tanner. <laughs> he's not canceled yet. Yeah, I, I love Neil's show. And I've been getting canceled for 40 years. What are you kidding? Dude, when I shared your episode, so many people just absolutely loved it, man. So you are appreciative. But by Neil, the 15th or 20th death threat, things starts to roll off you like a duck. Neil gets canceled, but he still can't cancel his Cox cable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, everybody, thanks for participating tonight. And can't say it enough how awesome it is just to be able to spend this time together every week because you never know when it'll end. But will we... um. Well, they have another event where Tanner goes and, and doesn't remember most of it, and we get three days of apologies. That was like my favorite. He'll be back. My, you bet. He'll, he'll forget all about this, and he'll, we'll see him next week. That was, that was literally probably the funniest thing I've ever seen because we've all been there. Yeah. All righty. Jeff, yep. if you're going to open up right now, I'll join. But if not, then uh, I, I might need to- a few minutes to. Uh, okay. Then I will. Yeah. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Jesse, everybody, Ken, everybody listening, thanks.